Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in, these deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. The Pacers win. The Pacers win. Hello and welcome to another edition of Full Access Pacers, where we discuss everything Indiana Pacers basketball related. Be sure to head to OTGBasketball.com for the latest and greatest NBA content. The Pacers got their second win in a row last night with a 116-106 victory over the Charlotte Hornets. Looked like it was going to be all Hornets early with a 10-3 to run by the Hornets. Pacers quickly flipped the script with a 33-9 to run to end the first quarter. Pacers and Nate Bjorken ran out of lineup of Malcolm Brogdon. Jeremy Lamb got the start. Justin Holiday, Demonte Sabonis, and Miles Turner. Sabonis was questionable going into the game after bruising his knee. Didn't look like there was any issue with his knee last night. He had a second trip. He had his second triple double of the season with a 22.11 rebound, 10 assist performance on nine of 10 from the field, two of three from three. Demonte Sabonis was fantastic, uh, really facilitating at a high level, bullying down low. Had this really nice. Uh, take on Terry Rozier, put the ball on the floor, and just did a dribble hesitation past Terry Rozier for a layup. Sabonis was big time. Malcolm Brogdon also, once again, big for the Pacers, 25.7 rebounds, 6 assists on 9 of 17 from the field, 4 of 7 from 3. It was a, a complete great Pacer performance, honestly. Uh, bench unit was strong once again. Nate Bjorken going with a nine-man rotation, letting Goga Badazi get some minutes. Doug McDermott coming off the bench was strong. T.J. McConnell uh, just pesty and high energy off the bench. Aaron Holiday was aggressive, which was important. Uh, it, it was a, a very effective Pacers game. And again, uh, the Pacers had that really good first quarter. The Hornets did respond well in the second quarter. LaMelo Ball, I think, has uh, got to be the lead candidate for Rookie of the Year at this point. It's amazing the, the tempo switch the Hornets had when he was on the floor, pushing the pace. They gave the Pacers bench unit some issues. Uh, but again, you know, Goga Badazi, I, th- I want to just talk about the bench unit. Goga Badazi, uh, two blocks, 10 points, or oh, sorry, two blocks, four rebounds, two points, uh, some really good screen assists as well by Goga. It just feels like at this point, because of obviously Turner dealing with the fracture in his hand, Sabonis with, with the banged up knee at this point in time, that Goga should be playing at least 10 to 12 minutes a night. It doesn't make any sense not to give him some run time. He's not going to get any better sitting on the bench or playing in the G League. He needs those NBA minute reps. And I think he's provided at least some spark the last couple of games that leave you to believe that he can be uh, a valuable rotational player going forward. I would like to see him stick around that 10 to 12 minute mark, give Sabonis and Turner a break. Turner was in foul trouble. Uh, so also having Badazi out there, he was able to give the Pacers the presence they needed from the big, big spot. Uh, Miles Turner, we didn't mention him yet, but 
you know, not a super strong night offensively, just eight points and four rebounds and an assist. But he did once again have five blocks on the night. Miles Turner now has 68 blocks on the season. The monster that he is continues to be an absolute force around the rim, uh, providing great defense, not just in the paint, but around the perimeter as well, causing guys to be uncomfortable. Uh, As I mentioned, TJ McConnell was big off the bench, another nine assists, uh, keeping the, the pace for the Pacers at a high level. Also starting to get a lot of fourth quarter reps. Uh, Dave Bjorken has really liked the lineup of having both Brogdon and McConnell out there to end the game. McConnell giving them a little bit more of a, a playmaking aspect, a high energy value. And then, you know, shout out to Doug McDermott, 28 points. And the scary part about Doug McDermott having 28 points on just 12 of 22 from the field is the fact he only hit one three-pointer. He was one of five from three. A lot of Doug McDermott's damage came from cutting and getting to the basket. Uh, Doug McDermott, over the course of the last three years with the Pacers, has really improved uh, from an, from the aspect of he's not just a shooter anymore. Like Obviously, the biggest threat from Doug McDermott is that three-point shot, but his ability to get into the, into the paint, ability to cut really well on backdoor screens and backdoor cuts. Like this is what makes Doug McDermott so valuable. Him still only making seven million a year is an absolute steal. Wouldn't ex- wouldn't doubt some team to throw him big money this year. He is on a contract year. But that twenty eight point total that he had last night is a career high with the Indiana Pacers. And honestly the, the Pacers uh, you know, besides having that bad second quarter and a little bit of a sluggish third quarter, remained really effective. Uh, you know, Jeremy Lamb probably had his worst game of the season so far, but it's to be expected he can't be on fire every night, especially coming back from his injury. He looked bad on closeouts, didn't look as effective getting to his spots on offense. But when Jeremy Lamb was off and bad, Aaron Holiday, I felt like, picked up the, that slack. He was really aggressive. Uh, taking it to the hole, uh, creating his own shot, which is somewhat of Aaron Holiday's niche. Now, again, he hasn't been as efficient this year, which has been some of his own issues. Uh, but him remaining aggressive gives that Pacers offense a different type of look. And he was just going after loose balls, a couple deflections as well. Pacers, I thought Nate Bjorken did a smart job of having the Pacers run a zone to start the fourth. It was pretty effective with the bench unit and Goga out there. They were able to extend their lead from four points, I think up to 11 points at one point in time, which was a nice little changeup for the Pacers. Then, of course, you know, the the starters or the bench unit, I should say, being so effective and being relied on a little bit more by Nate Bjorken, I think benefited Malcolm Brogdon the most. Now, Brogdon still finished with 37 minutes, but Brogdon was able to rest the first six minutes into the fourth quarter. So when he came in late, he was really, he had fresh legs. He was able to remain being efficient. And I think that's going to be the biggest, the biggest benefit for this Pacers team if they can rely on some of their depth more. Again, there was no Edmund Sumner, Sumner tonight either. And I think that's a guy who could get some minutes in the future. But, but if the Pacers can use their bench unit effectively to take some of the pressure off of Brogdon and Sabonis, especially in the second half of games, so those guys can rest for a handful of minutes before the final stretch in the fourth quarter, that's only going to help this team because we saw that as a trend the last couple of weeks where we've been really shorthanded is when it comes to the fourth quarter, Sabonis and Brogdon just look absolutely gassed because of their workload through the first three quarters. So if they can get a little bit of rest at the end of third and the beginning of the fourth, it might be the best-case scenario for this Pacers team to close out games. We're seeing that the last couple of games. Obviously, the fourth quarter against the Raptors was really strong, and last night the Pacers' fourth quarter against the Hornets was once again really strong. 
On the night, the Pacers shot 51% from the field, 40% from three, and 83% from the free throw line. They did attempt 43s in this game, which was another big boost for them. Justin Holiday had 19 points. He was 5 of the 10 from three. He he has been just a revelation from the three-point line this year. Holiday has really stepped up his game and has been a reliable shooter and floor spacer for this Pacers team. The Hornets, their shooting numbers were a bit lower. Gordon Hayward was really minimized. Uh, Terry Rozier and Devontae Graham didn't have huge games. Hornets shot just 41% from the field, 34% from three, and 90% from the free throw line. The Hornets did get to the line 21 times. It's honestly uh, the reason the Hornets were able to stay in this game, get back into this game, was a lot of fouls by the Pacers, particularly in the second and third quarter, helped the Hornets get to the line and start to get some of those points back. Pacers also won the rebounding battle, 47-39. to Turnovers, Pacers lost that by one, 12 turnovers by the Pacers, only 11 by the Hornets. And Pacers last night had team basketball as a point of emphasis. Pacers had 34 assists last night as a team. Uh, some of the ball movement, you know, there's a couple of possessions in particular where all five Pacers touched the ball before someone scored. And when your team is firing on all cylinders like that and the ball is bouncing around and finding the wide open shot and the right shot to take, that's when you're going to be at the best. We definitely saw that last night from the Pacers. Again, McConnell had nine assists off the bench. Brogdon had his solid six. Sabonis had 10. Uh, I think every single Pacer last night outside of Doug McDermott had at least one assist. You love to see those kind of sharing the ball numbers. Uh, and the Pacers bench unit, again, they outscored the Hornets 39-26. to 26. Today, all-star voting did begin. Uh, I put my votes in. I gave votes to Malcolm Brogdon, Demontis Sabonis, and Miles Turner. The odds of the Pacers having three guys in the all-star game is unlikely, let alone having three starters. I believe Brogdon and Sabonis should be NBA starters for this all-star game. Those two guys have played extremely well, a ton of minutes for a shorthanded team. In regards to Miles Turner, maybe not a starter, but I think Turner being a defensive player of the year, leading candidate at this point in time, should be in the All-Star game. Uh, because when he's out there, the impact he makes for that Pacers defense is clear and evident. Whereas when he's not out there, we saw how bad the Pacers defense was and how teams were just scoring in the paint as well. And will. Teams were averaging 62 points per game in the paint when Miles Turner was out. It's gone back down to around the season average, around 42, I believe. Last night, for example, the Hornets had just 42 points in the paint. So without Turner's defensive aspect, this Pacers team would be far worse off. And I think just alone him being a defensive candidate of the year, like if Rudy Gobert's going to be an all-star candidate in the West, I don't see why Miles Turner wouldn't be in the right. Like, yes, Miles Turner averages less rebounds, but in terms of scoring, uh, three-point shooting the last couple weeks, and his uh, ability to block shots and guard around the perimeter, Miles Turner, I think, deserves an all-star spot. And I think all three of those guys should be all-stars. We'll see how voting goes. Definitely get out there and make your votes heard for the Indiana Pacers. Small market team needs as much love as possible. That's going to wrap it up, though, for this episode of Full Access Hoops. We Full Access Hoops, that is not the podcast. This is Full Access Pacers. Full Access Hoops was a podcast I did in the past. Old habits die hard, clearly. Uh, but be sure to check out, again, otgbasketball.com for the latest greatest NBA content. The Pacers do take on the Hornets again this Friday night. See if the Pacers can take both of these mini games, both of these games in this mini series. But until next time, you can find us on all major streaming platforms and on Twitter at KWALHOOPS, K-W-A-L Hoops. And until next time, peace out, knuckleheads. 
Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.